This teaching is brought to you by Kingswood International Church, British Columbia. We believe that as you listen, faith is set up in you to become all God has called you to be. Thank you and God bless you. Praise God. Jesus, I'm about to Let's get to God's word. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your precious and amazing word. I ask that you bring your word and teach, your instructs, you would help us to understand the word more in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you will bring understanding to people, to everyone that is listening here, now, and always. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, praise God. Let's go. So this month, maybe you might extend beyond this month, let me just prepare your minds, is you're having ABCs of faith. And you say, oh, this guy is back with ABC. Yes, ABC. And you're wondering why ABC? <coughs> I'll tell you why. It's not, it's not far-fetched. Um, first of all, I, I, I only give credit officially to the person that had this theme. And that's Kenny Haney, right? Of Nessar and Marie. And the Lord told me to go back and teach the basis of faith after about 15 years in ministry. And the reason was that he said something that stuck with me. He said, many preachers and teachers are teaching faith from their level. And it's becoming difficult for young believers to walk in faith. So he told them, go back and teach ABCs of faith. And I heard that word when I was on campus, and it stuck with me. And I think one of my assignments, I took that as an assignment for myself to help young believers, new believers, to know how to use God's word for themselves and make it simple. Alright? Make it simple. Make it simple. Make it very um, simple and basic for everyone to understand. So, you're going to be hearing a lot of ABCs of something, right? And I'm going to give you a lot of ABCs. And the idea is, after a few months, you should be able to know some basic things about your Christian faith and apply to your life. Application is very important. Not just having knowledge, but also applies. Praise God. So, can you hear me? I'm giving you credit for it. <laughs> Alright, so let's go. ABC of faith. First, I will have a key scripture. One, two, three, go. It says, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from what? Faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Say I'm the just. Now you should know that by now. Right? It's not right? Praise God. It's better. It's better. Okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> for, say I'm the just. After the last month, you should know you're righteous, right? You should know that Christ took away your sin nature and made you righteous. And you are righteous and just for, for free. You did nothing about it, right? It's a gift. We didn't work for it. It's a gift. So, but the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Now that you are the just, how are you going to live? You have to live by faith. You can't live any, 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 anyhow. Well, anyhow, you can't, you don't have a choice. 
in this kingdom that we belong, God has said that we live by faith. Praise God. Every country has rules, right? Canada, we drive on which side? The right hand side, right? Yeah, right hand side. Yeah. No, left hand side. This left hand side. Okay. <laughs> but if you go to some other countries, they drive on the right hand side. So we can't wake up and say, look, I'm coming from a country that we drive on the right hand side. I don't care whatever you guys do in Canada. When you drive on the right hand side, you're going to find yourself in the custody of RCMP. You don't know who those guys are. Five months. You're going to find yourself in their custody. Right? Because you're breaking the law. So here, it has been designed that we drive on that other side of the road. And also, the same thing in every family. Right? Maybe your family, you guys eat 7 p.m. and eat around the table. Right? So if you come and stay in your house for a few days, the person is expected to do the same. The person has to bring me food in bed. No, 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 no. This is not your house. So now that we're in God's kingdom, He has said that we should live by faith. <laughs> Give me the next verse. Alright. So, um, go back. Oh, I miss a slide. Right. Are you? Yeah. I miss a slide. So, I want to. What is faith itself? So I want to ask a question. What is faith? Right? Before I start talking about faith and what faith is, so about um, using your faith, I want to ask a question. What is faith? And I, and I want to really address it because sometimes it's easy, just like we have a redemption, right? I want that, an understanding of what that thing is. Before we go into how to use it, what and, and all the intricacies of it. So, what is faith? So, no. Before we go to, so we're going to talk about what is faith. We're going to talk about why faith. Why do we have to live by faith? Why do we choose to? Why does God? Why? Why must we? Can't I just, you know, just live anyhow? No. No. So, why do we have to live by faith? So, I want to. Bring a way of understanding of why faith is important. Next, next slide. Faith is how the Father God functions. So, number one reason why we have to believe by faith is because that's the way God lives. That's the way God works. That's the way God functions. That's the way God operates. Right? And if we are like God, then we must function like Him. Praise God. <clears throat> Hebrews 11 3 says, By faith we understand that what? The entire what, universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. So God works by faith. Don't worry, we're going to more definitions of what faith is. But basically, he's saying that look, there was nothing in the world when God created the whole world. The whole world was dark, empty. And he created his whole world by faith. So that's how God functions. Do you know that God exercised faith towards one of us? Do you know that? When Christ died, there was no guarantee that we will come to him. There was no guarantee that anybody was going to come to him. God acted in faith. <laughs> it was a faith project for God. There was no guarantee that the world will come to receive Jesus. So he acted in faith. 
Okay, give me the next verse. Next slide. Psalm 33, verse 69. It says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were was made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. So we're going to learn that one of the components of faith is speaking, right? We're going to learn that as well. But just to let you know that God functions by faith. He created his world by faith. Nothing. He did it any other way. There was never a time God called a construction, a construction company in, in Canada that you know. <laughs> Back in our country, we used to know Jesus Berger. They were probably the biggest construction company, right? This is why time God called some construction guys. Guys, bring some concrete. We need to create the earth. Angels, bring some concrete, right? We need to fix this planet Earth. Bring some concrete. Look, go and get water from somewhere. Drill the earth. <laughs> water comes up. We need to create some things like birds. Angels, come on. Create the code, the software for, <laughs> for creating birds. Never. He did it by faith. He spoke it into existence. Verse 9 says, He spoke and it was done. He commanded and he stood fast. Next one. I like the NLT translation. It says, For when he spoke, see, the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. So, this, I, I know people who want to say that the world. Science says that there was evolution. Some say there was devolution. Whatever it is, the word of God says that God spoke the earth into being. Praise God. He spoke the earth into being. He spoke the earth into being. He assigned the sea its boundaries. Locked it. Locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord. Let everyone stand on Him. Verse 9. For he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. So, God operates by faith. So, what the first reason why we use, we need to live by faith is because God Himself, our Father, operates by faith. Give me the next point. <coughs> I said we are saved by faith. I said this for two verse eight. This one of the scriptures we read last month. For by grace you have been what? Saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. How were you saved? You were saved by grace, by God's unconditional love for you. Through faith. Meaning that you have to believe it. I always tell people, how many of you have been to heaven before? Nobody. How many of you are already so died? None of us. Who we believe? That belief is faith. So we came into Christ, we came into God's kingdom by faith. Right? Nobody, none of us have ever met Jesus. We were told. But the sweet built faith in our hearts and we are convinced that it is true. That's faith. And you see, that faith is the same principle we used to walk in victory in this kingdom. The same way you never saw Jesus, but you believed, now you are saved. You are guaranteed that the Spirit of God lives in you, the life of God lives in you, and if something happens to you today, you are going to go to heaven. And it's not, you, you have no physical evidence to prove that. That same belief system is what we use in doing everything else in the kingdom of God. 
It's the same. Praise God. Praise God. Romans 3.25 says, For God presented Jesus as a sacrificial sin. People are made right with God. When they want believe. Is it not funny that you believe something and made right? Just because you believe. It's called faith. So if uh, one of the principles you must know is that how you came into a place is the same way you are sustained in that place. So if, you, if we came into God's kingdom by faith, we are sustaining the kingdom by faith. We can't live anywhere else. Praise God. If you are born again by faith, you are going to walk in victory and do everything else in the kingdom of God by faith. Let's go. The third one. That the way God has designed, that's the way God has designed us to live. One of the first things you must know that man is a spirit. Say I'm a spirit. Spirit. Yes, who you say that? Why you say spirit? Yeah. You're a spirit. We're going to learn that very soon. But you are a spirit. You just have a body, and that's why. You can go somewhere else. We'll all have to go somewhere else when we die. Because that person is checking out is the real person. Right? I know sometimes some people say, Oh, I'm going to the grave of my late uncle. Going to the grave of my grandma. And they go to the grave of their grandma. And they try to kneel down, put some flowers, and they start speaking to the grandma. Grandma, I miss you. As emotional as that sounds, it's not true. Grandma is not in that ground. Grandma is either, if she's a Christian, she's born again, she's in heaven. So you going there, you're just speaking to the cops. That the cops have not degraded to something else. Praise God. It might not sound nice, but it's the truth. Because man is a spirit. And it says here, but now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no what? Pleasure in him. You see, if you don't live by faith, God is not happy. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. You need to understand this part. If you don't live by faith, it doesn't bring God joy. You're going to see it. Because you expose yourself from Jimmy. You can't maximize God's best when you don't live by faith. Because everything God does and how you relate with us is by faith. If you're going to be everything God wants you to be, trust me, you're going to, you have to learn to live by faith. Oh, I, I can tell you for a fact that I'm in Canada by faith. And I, 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 I don't know if I didn't know how to use my faith, I don't know where I would have been. <laughs> I don't know where I would have been. You know, praise God. I graduated from school by faith. I, I think everything I'm, I'm married by faith. <laughs> you know, there's some things I can't, I can't say or the pooping. But I remember when I chose to marry, when I told my wife I wanted to marry her then. <laughs> I would have not married myself. <laughs> you know, if I was a lady and this is innocent, I won't marry this guy. <laughs> I won't marry myself. 
But I don't know, till now, I wonder what came over me again. So you have the boldness to say I want to marry. I didn't have a job. I had nothing. And I said, look, I'm going to marry you. I'll make you very happy. Don't worry. <laughs> Trust me. All I had was the word of God. That's all I had. All, I mean, all I had. I'm not talking about um, just ritually. Even physically. <laughs> As a property. All I had was the word of God. There was nothing. Look, it was ah uh, hear our stories one of these days. All I had. So I'm I'm not trying to I'm not teaching you what what is not real. What is what I don't do, right? All I had was the word of God. But that's how God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to live by just what we see, what we feel, what's going on around us. He wants us to live by faith. He wants us to live by faith. He says that if you if you if your soul draws back from faith, it's not happy. He doesn't get pleasure when all you are living for is what you can feel and touch and what you are going through. No, he wants you to believe in him. He wants you to exercise your faith in what he can do for you. That's what brings God's joy. That's what brings Him so much joy and happiness. Take the next one. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11 says, Clearly, no one relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will be by faith. Okay, this is not translation. But some Corinthians 5 7, see, it's written like four times in the Bible. For we walk by faith, not by what? Sight. Hi. <laughs> we walk by faith, not by sight. You see, we are in a world that is controlled by feelings. What we feel. <laughs> I hope you guys, I know you will see me feel through. When people believe that their circumstance is all there is, and how they feel is all there is. Is there only things like speaking my truth? That your truth is your experience, not necessarily the truth. Because the truth is the word of God. The truth is the word of God. Give me next slide. I want to show you something. So you're going to learn a few things, right? So I went to God's word to look at what the word walk means. Right? Because the Bible is written in Greek. Right? So it says here, it says to tread all around, to walk at large, especially as a proof of ability. So what is the says the just shall walk by faith? It means a proof of ability. So we need to leave, to depart oneself, to follow. But I just like to examine this one. It means to walk, to make one's way, to make progress. If you're going to enjoy the Christian life, if you're going to make progress, then you must learn to walk by faith. Because, let me tell you, that's going to put things in your face. It's going to put challenges in front of you. And if you don't know how to use your faith, you're going to struggle. There is a limitation to the human ability. I'm sure you know that by now. There is a limitation to the human intellect. There is a limitation to the, to, to the human self influence. You can't put your faith in man, trust me. 
Today they love you and they shout Hosanna. Tomorrow they will say crucify. They did that to Jesus. It says to make progress, to make due use of opportunities. If you're going to make use of opportunities, you're going to have to use your faith. You know why? Because some opportunities will not look like it. Some opportunities are going to make you scared. You're going to feel, wow, can, why can I, can I do this? Can I take this course? Can I, can I go through this ordeal and survive? The Bible says you're going to walk by faith. To live, to regulate one life, to regulate one's life, to conduct oneself, to pass one's life. If you're going to win, then you have to walk by faith and not by sight. That's the next side. Number four. I hope you're taking notes. So we're talking about four, four wise. This is the fourth why. The foundation to please God, which I talked about before. It says, you look at the verse 6, it says, but without faith, it is what? Impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He's a rewarder of those who are diligently seeking. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Many people say, I want to please God. Lord, my life, I want to please you. The first step in pleasing God is living by faith. The easy to read translation says, Without faith, no one can please God. Simple. <laughs> Without faith, if you're going to be living just by feelings and circumstances, you can't please God that way. How many of you have woken up and, like they say, you woke up on the right, wrong side of the bed? Hmm? You just have some mood swings. It just feel bad. And you're wondering, what's going on? People are asking, are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. But that mood just comes around you. <coughs> and if you, if you don't take time, you find out that you go through that, you're unproductive. But you need to step out of that mood by faith. And say, hey, I'm a child of God. I'm a winner. I'm a victor. Yes, I might not feel like it, but I can. I can. Whoever comes to God must believe that he's real. Who has seen God here? No one. But we believe that he exists. That means you're already living by faith. <coughs> you're already living by faith. Praise God. Give me the next slide. So what is faith itself? What is this thing we are talking about? You know, I brought four points why we should leave why faith is important. But so what is faith itself? What is this thing called faith? I want a basic, simple definition. Say so faith is saying God's word as truth. As God talking to you and taking actions based on that word. Irrespective of contrary evidence and what? Circumstance. That's my basic understanding of what faith is. How we together one to three go? Faith is what? And what? Truth. Everybody say truth. truth. Say truth. truth. So, um, if someone walks up to you today and tells you, um, you're a dog, is that true? Is that true? 
you will shoot that, right? You get offended, right? You get offended, right? So, if I walk up to you now and now say, because you did XYZ two days ago, you are just a, a bloody sinner. Will you take it as an offense? You should. You see, the other one is striking home because you feel that you did something, you deserve that abuse. No, you don't. That's not your, that's not the truth. The truth is that because you are now in Christ, you are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. You've been redeemed. So what is truth? Truth is not what we are going through. Truth is what God has said about us. He said I'm a victor. Oh, am I having um, challenges in my body? Yes, I am. I'm not denying what I'm going through. But there is a greater truth. The truth is I'm healed. Praise God. Am I having financial challenges? Oh, yes. I agree. But the truth is the Lord supplies all my needs. According to your riches in according to his riches in glory. It says, as God, as God talking to you, you must take the word of God as God talking to you. The word of God is personal. Praise God. Yes, we are in church, we are learning God's word as a family. But you must take the word of God as personal. God is talking to me. I am his child. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the healed. I am the rich. I am the victorious one. I am the successful one. You must take it as God talking to you. Many times people take God's word as history. You know, they call it that the, the good old book. No. It's not the good old book. It's God's word. It's God talking to me. And taking actions based on that word. You see, now that you know God is talking to you, you must take actions based on that word. That's what faith is. You must take actions based on the word of God. You can't take actions based on anything of God's word. Irrespective of contrary evidence. Because let me tell you, situations and circumstances is always going to come and test God's word. The devil is going to try to prove to you that God's word is not real. Praise God. We're going to see examples of that, right? I'll give you the next slide. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 11. So let's go to Bible definition of what faith is. We're bringing this to your rabbit. Now, faith is what? The substance. Can we read this? Faith is what? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence, faith always deals with what you can see. Hi, let me say this. <clears throat> Do I, I don't need faith to believe that this thing is in my hands. Do I? No. Why? It's here. So faith is always with what you can't see. Faith is always dealing in the unseen realm. Praise God. Faith is always dealing with your unseen realm. See, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So what other substance is that substance can be like one big? 
to the ankle. So let's look at it. It means setting or placing on the things put on the substructure foundation. So faith is the foundation of things you can see. Right? Faith. Ah let me give you faith is the before this house was built, right? Sorry, this building was built. They spent a lot of time doing the foundation. They went deep down, right? And they dug the foundation. The foundation determines what you can put on it. From the time you set the foundation, you are set a limit to what can be on that building. Praise God. You set a limit on what can be on that building. And say it here. It says, it's the substructure. So, for what we are hoping for, the foundation of it is faith. You're trusting God that, oh, I'm going to do something that these are days. You're trusting God that, oh, I'm going to get a good husband to marry, love him, have 20 children. <laughs> Praise God. I do all of that. But I want to. I don't know if it was happening to drink, let me help you anyway. <laughs> but I want to say something. What's the foundation for that hope? Are you going to base that hope that uh, okay, every year more guys are being born? <laughs> I can't base, you can't base your faith on that. So what's your faith based on? You see, what your faith is based on is the foundation. That's what's going to determine if you're going to get that husband you want or not. I said, I said, let me use that as an example, right? Because when I went to, I told about getting married to my wife. What was my foundation? What gave me so much belief? I had scriptures in the Bible. Trust me. I can give you one. Just one of these. <laughs> It's all, it will pay guys more than ladies. <laughs> but I didn't just want. The Bible says, and God brought the woman to Eve. So I told myself, I will never. Eh? So he brought the woman to Adam. But since after I could get the woman, he brought to Adam. I said, Look, my wife is around me. She's going to walk into my space. I will see her. And when I see her, I was going to Adam, so I knew her. I said no. Also, the people are going to look for wife. The people are looking for traveling. So many people are looking for a spouse, and there's nothing wrong with that. I said no. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to suffer myself. There's somebody around me, <laughs> right? That and it worked for me. We cross our paths cross easily, and we clicked. So, what's your foundation? You want to trust God for? Um, something like today, this morning, and any other morning, I was talking about my finances. I was asking, okay, God, I need X amount of money for this month. <clears throat> and before I, before I could say that, I put in one or two scriptures together. I said, Bible says, Lord, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord, you supply all my needs, I come to raise in glory. So, because of that, Lord, this is what I need for this month. So, that is the foundation for my request. So many people are making requests to God, but they have not built the foundation. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a foundation you can build for academic success. 
It's a foundation you can build for financial success. It's a foundation you can build for health success. The foundation you have for children. But many who are wishing, we're not working on the foundation. Imagine they built this library and they came without spending time on the foundation and just like putting these structures. It can't stand. It can't stand. Praise God. So it says foundation, yeah. Trump has actual existence, a substance, a real being. I looked at the word evidence. Evidence means what? Proof. This is what evidence does in the court of law, right? When you try to show an evidence. How many of you watched the last trial that went on a few weeks ago between two actors and actresses? I don't mention their names, right? And there were tons of what? Evidences. They brought evidences to prove their case. So it says that faith is also not just a substance, it's also what? An evidence. Everybody say evidence. It's a conviction, it's a verification, it's a document. So when you say, okay, I'm trusting God for uh, to get admission into school, school of nursing or something, what's the evidence you're going to get? What's the evidence? You know, the government can wake up tomorrow and say, look, for the next two years, we are not admitting anybody into the nursing school. So if if your faith is based on what's happening, lots of people have faith based on what's happening in the news. They make their prayers based on the news. So when, when the government says they're doing this, oh, there's so I'm going to have some money, there's free money now. No, the same government can wake up and change their mind. God is the only one that doesn't change His mind. His word is truth. You can take His word to the bank, and that's why it says that what's the proof? Of that your request to God is nothing else but the word of God. You know why? The natural circumstances can change. The natural evidence can change. But the word of God doesn't change. If God has said you are blessed, right? You might in life come from a very poor background and nothing is happening. But if you stay with God's word, you are going to experience the blessing. The proof that you are blessed is not your present circumstance. Is the word of God. That's your proof. And let me tell you, you must learn to hold your proof. Because the devil is going to try to tell you otherwise. He's going to give you stories. He's going to put things along your way. Just to this, just to, to take away that proof and verification that you are holding on to. So if all your faith is in the natural circumstance, the devil is going to manipulate it. Faith is a verification. Faith is the proof. The word of God is the proof that what we ask God for or what God has said to us is true. Praise God. Let me go to my last story. <coughs> let's see this. Let's see this. We'll come back to the next week. Alright, let's I want us to read this very sweet story of the Bible. So while I was praying today for service and I wanted to ask or asking God. Okay, what? But I like adding examples to whatever I teach, stories to whatever I teach. And he said, go back to this, the first miracle. So let's go. One, two, three, go. And I want to read this story. You know why? It's a story that doesn't make sense. 
Security doesn't make sense at all. Let's go. One, two, three, go. On the third day, the wedding took place and what Cana and Galilee. Jesus' father was there. And Jesus and disciples had also been what? Invited to the wedding. I told Jesus Christ, he passed it. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. So the wine had finished. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. Verse 5. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. If there's anything you don't get from faith, take this. Do whatever. Don't forget that initial faith is acting on the word. Do whatever he wants, he tells you. Verse 6. Nearby stood six stones water jars. This kind used by the Jews for what? Ceremonial worship. So, this was not, it wasn't that like that bottle of water, right? <laughs> this was a jar of water that when people come for a party, they take and they wash their hands and they leave the water in there. It wasn't clean water. It was bad water, right? Each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Next one. You just said to the servants, fill what the jar was water. So they filled them to the brain. These jars were empty, right? And he told them, so it was not like a, a good jar that was for special occasions, no. It was a jar that had junk water in. So he told them, fill that junk jar with water. <laughs> then he told them, now draw some out of it. And take it to the mass of the banquet. They did so. And the mass of the banquet tasted the water that had what? Been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from. Though the servants who had drawn the water knew, then he called the bridegroom aside. Let's stop here for it. Wait, just hold on. Hold on. I told you this story doesn't make sense. It says, fill the jars with water. So they filled it to the brain. Now, I imagine you asked us to fill a jar with water. And we filled six jars with water. Then he told us, not somebody else filled it too. So we were the ones that filled the jar. He told us, now take some cups out of it. And go and give it to the master of the ceremony. That is now why. Who does that? I think this guy for me are faith masters. Because I doubt it on my mattress. <laughs> you see, they were the ones that put the water in the jar themselves. So it wasn't that somebody put the water and they told them to go and take water from it. No. They put the water. How many of you have tried? Maybe, let me make it easier. How many of you have tried boiling water on the stove? And you put the water and you came back and you saw rice inside. Would you eat that food? <coughs> Would you eat that food? No! Or you put that empty bottle of water in the fridge. You're the one that put it there yourself. And you come back and sell juice. No, no, I won't drink it. <laughs> I won't even think about it. But that's what happened here. But the, the interesting thing was that they did not even acts. He says, now draw some water and take it to the master of the banquet. Bible says they did so. And the master, so you mean that those guys were 
foolish enough, for lack of a better word, to take water they put into jars that they fetch themselves, took the water out, they first fetch water into the jars, now took it out, knowing that it was water they put in there, and gave it to somebody as wine. Who does that? But that was faith is. Acting on God's word and instruction, even when it doesn't make sense. You could have rationaled it and thought of us, look, what are you telling us to do? You told us what I mean, asked us about saying, no, come on, man, it doesn't work that way. He says, and, and he, he did not realize where the water had come from. No, he, the guy that took the wine goes to the next verse. Go. He says, and he said, everyone brings out the choice wine first. And then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. Meaning that the wine there was not even, it was the best wine of that ceremony. Praise God. That is a miracle. That is a miracle. The main people are asking God for miracles. But the first step to a miracle is doing as He has told you. Praise God. Come on, for that Can you go back to the first scripture? The first scripture. No, 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 no. The first one of that story. I, I love what Jesus' mother said, and I, I, I want us to stay with this as well. His mother said to the servants, His mother said, This is probably the most important instruction. Do whatever He tells you. Faith is doing what God tells you to do. If God tells you, Take that course, I'm going to fund it, He's going to fund it. If He says, Go, go on that career path, I'm going to help you. It's going to help you. If he says, go on that journey, I'm going to be with you. If he says, you're going to get healed, you're going to get healed. If he says, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and that's who you are, you must do as he has told you. He says, do whatever he tells you to do. Praise God. I want us to pray today and just speak to him. You know, after activities like this, God will ask you to do some crazy things. And just say, Lord, I will do what you tell me to do. If you're going to see the miraculous, then you must do as I told you to do. Many of us will not see miracles, but we must do what He has told us to do. We must do what He has told us to do. Our Father God, we just thank you for a time in your word. Lord, thank you because you are helping our faith. You're helping us to act on your word. Act not to think, not to rush, not, not to try to be critical of your word, but to act like those men, like those servants at the, at the wedding. Help us to be, in quotes, that foolish. To act on your word, no matter how stupid it sounds. No matter how unintelligent it sounds, Lord, no matter how difficult it looks, help us to act on your word. Because as we know as we act on your word, we will walk in miracles. We will walk in miracles. All kinds of miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Come on, just talk to him. 
Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you for miracles as we act on your word. Thank you for miracles, 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 miracles on every side. In the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you once again for joining us here at Kingswoods International Church. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswoods International Church, British Columbia. Feel free to visit our website at kingswoodbritishcolumbia.com. That is kingswoodbritishcolumbia.com for more teachings. God bless you.